You are now listening to Wave a Sound. Welcome to episode 84 of Versus Mike History. I am your host, Michael History. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you choose to listen. And if we're on your preferred platform, let us know. We'll do our best to change that. For premier access to Versus Mike History content, join our members on the subscription tier on VersusMikeHistory.com. White people are already educated about who you are. That's why they are racist. You don't need to be racist against the people over whom you exercise superiority. Racism is not necessary when you're dealing with inferior people. Racism is only necessary when you are dealing with equals or people who are superior to you. The fact that we even have racism clearly connotates and denotes that African people are not inferior. You do not have to devise a system of authority, control, and domination in order to keep inferior people in check. When people are inferior to you, you don't even have to be conscious of them. Do you understand? So the fact that we have a system of global white supremacy clearly articulates and communicates to you that you are not inferior to Europeans. Facts. 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 All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Versus Mike History. I'm your host, Michael History, and today I am here with Jonathan Ramsey. Ramsey, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me again, man. I always like being here. Word. It's always a good time when you uh, come on the show. Um, so welcome uh, back to another episode. Like I said, guys, this is episode 84. I hope you guys are being safe out there. Um, I hope everybody's wearing a mask when they go out and uh, you guys aren't sounding crazy like these people on the news and stuff like that. Um, what else? It's cold up here in the Northeast in America. Uh, everybody's going nuts, I guess, because COVID spiking. It's like the same thing over and over. It's like, I don't know. It's weird. And... Um, you know, crypto's down. So people are shitting bricks about that as well. Uh, Bitcoin's down, Ethereum's down, all major coins down. And um, the stock market's not, stock market isn't doing too great either, I heard. I couldn't tell you about stocks, but I, I bought some Bitcoin now that I've seen them go, now that I saw it going down. Smart man. Very smart yeah. man. <laughs> Very smart man. Um. Well, we got a bit of an episode ahead of us today. We got a few topics to get, to get into. And um, before I start the show, Ramsey, do you want to um, say anything or, you know, like, I don't know, reflect on, you know, your past couple of weeks or how your January has been going so far? Uh, January has been going pretty good. Uh, continuing on with Aesop Aesop podcast and, um, got some cool guests lined up for this new season and it's a new format i'm kind of rolling out myself uh much like you uh just more music based like so like i get to get behind the turntables again so i'm excited about that and uh 
man, just planning a wedding. Uh, I'm engaged, uh, like if if y'all are thinking about getting married, just get eloped or do uh, a destination wedding. I'm telling you, it is much <laughs> le- less expensive. And like you could do a destination and then still go on a separate honeymoon from that destination, and it'll still be cheaper than the wedding. I'm telling you, that's wild. <laughs> it's it's that's bonkers, very wild. We got big families, so it is what it is. Word. That's what's up, though. Congratulations to y'all. Thank you, man. And um, let's go ahead and transition on to leading with love. So as always, we we lead with love. We can get started with the show. And I just want to start by shouting out all the um, healthcare workers. You know, you guys are getting slammed right now. Um, I saw a tweet from a healthcare worker on Twitter um saying that they like people like certain hospitals were running low on ventilators again and um that was like one of the darkest periods of the pandemic mm-hmm. so um you know i just want to give a shout out to you guys because you guys are doing the lord's work and you know straight up it's uh it's hard out here you know straight up like yo literally like the first time you were on this show we talked about fucking yeah i I feel like we always i feel like i always bring that up when you come on the show but like it's still the pandemic every time you come on so (laughs) (laughs) it's it's really bonkers because the first time i came on like that was like the night the nba canceled that was Mm -hmm. tom hanks uh, like uh, made his announcement that he was diagnosed and, right, like, right, all, right everybody all at this like in real time mm-hmm. like we're scrolling our timelines talking on the mic it was crazy man yeah and now life is basically back to normal but covid's still going crazy yeah just still <laughs> <laughs> it's, which, it's is, which is kind of crazy to reflect on but you know whatever uh any any shout outs for you or or no nah? um uh, yeah, shout out to my lovely wife. Um, she's patient with me in a way that nobody else is, so I, I should have respect. I should say that. Um, uh, shout out to everybody in Jersey doing that thing, man. Like, word, that's word. Like, a lot of, on a music, culture, business front. Like, like I feel like everybody's clicking at mm-hmm. like the right time right now. So, like, yeah. like I, yeah. I often talk about like a Jersey Renaissance. Like, I, I feel like it's continuing. No doubt, most definitely. I agree with you 100. percent Um, because we we already talked about it off mic, but you know, like it's big shit coming. Um, yeah. So let's go ahead and get into our first topic, and I wanted to get started with some NFT news, and I'm getting this from Financial Times. Um, Facebook owner Meta dives into NFT digital collectibles craze so social media group plans to enter hype fueled 40 billion dollar market for creating and selling non-fungible tokens uh meta is working on plans to allow users to create and sell non-fungible tokens as facebook's parent company seeks to join the rush of companies trying to capitalize on the digital collectible craze teams at facebook and instagram are readying on a feature that will allow users to display their nfts on their social social media profiles as well as working on a prototype to help users create or mint the collectible tokens according to several people familiar with the matter so i don't 
talk about NFTs a lot on social, I mean, on the podcast, but I've been like studying a, a lot personally. Um, and it's so crazy to see like this craze and like everybody try to like get into it as, as quick as possible because it was like only a couple of months ago that like nobody knew what this was. And now it's like Twitter, you can, you can verify your, your, your NFTs on there. And now it's coming to Instagram and Facebook and, you know, the, the, the pace that technology evolves um, in this era is kind of crazy and people don't think that they have to keep up, but you know. It is one of, one of the, uh, one of my clients I represent, um, on a management front, he like just turned his album artwork into an NFT, which I didn't know that was a thing you could do. Uh, yeah, so yep. he's doing that and the album's not even out yet. So like, it, I guess it's turning into its own kind of means of, of marketing on the, on the side. And funding. Yeah. And funding. Like yeah. it's just crazy. Because the thing about the thing about the um, the NFT market currently is that um, it mostly it mostly runs on the Ethereum blockchain, mm-hmm. and the gas fees that come with uh, Ethereum gas fees being the money that you have to spend to spend money. Um, yes, that exists. Uh, the gas fees are so high that you have to price your art at a high value immediately so the good thing about the space is that if you get into it yeah you get into it at a high level like you're entering at a high level like we're talking like you're selling your work for probably a thousand dollars like hundreds of dollars off top you see what i'm saying like five hundred dollars plus off rip you know and a lot of people are super nervous to like start pricing their work like that so that's one of the positive things that comes from it. But I don't want to keep ranting on about it. I just thought it was cool. And I wanted to let you guys know that NFTs are a real thing. Research, do your own research. And um, I will be here when you guys are ready. <laughs> you own a few, right? Uh, yeah, I got a couple. I got a couple. Um, I went to a conference, a decentralized finance conference in December. Um, I spoke about it briefly on the podcast, but um, I had to purchase an NFT to get into the event. So, um, yeah, now I have that. And then I got another one for free, which was super cool. Yeah, that's kind of dope. Yeah, (laughs) that like I don't want to like spend a whole bunch of time talking about it right now. But um, yeah, like there's this thing. There's there are these things called airdrops. in the nft community where artists will give away uh some of their work for free that you can go ahead and mint and sell um on your own for whatever price you want to sell it for so um there's a lot of people getting money i mean like there's a lot of people making money off of nothing um in the space as well so that's why it's all super exciting and why people want everyone to get involved like it's we always see the negative of it uh of of the communities that are like that we should be getting uh getting into and i feel like that's purposeful but it's like there's so much positive in the space that you don't have to like people are like oh you got to deal with this or you do got to deal with that you don't have to deal with anything really like you can create your own mm-hmm. community like that's the good thing about it like you don't have to deal with like assholes and dickheads if you don't want to you can just <laughs> find the people that are on the same type of time as you and make that, make it work on your own. That sounds like Twitter pretty much. Yeah. 
yeah. you control your following i guess yeah yeah <laughs> that's what, that, yeah it's um and it's like the community is really is really big on community ironically um because you know the more people that come together for something like you, that you can raise a lot of money purchase something in groups and yada 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 but I am ranting. I said I wasn't going to. So <laughs> my bad. It's, it's me. No, no, it's all good. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and move on to our next topic. Uh, I'm getting this from Podcast Business Journal that podcast co-host has sentence commuted. So 51-year-old ear hustle co-host Rashawn Thomas has had his sentence commuted by California Governor Gavin Newsom. The podcast is produced inside uh, San Quentin State Prison, where Thomas is an inmate. The decision to allow Thomas to immediately go before the state parole board, which will decide if he should be released on parole. The board already recommended the clemency grant. Thomas was serving a 55 and a half years to life sentence for a second degree murder conviction back in 2000. He was charged with fatally shooting one person and injuring another in a drug deal gone bad. Thomas claims it was self-defense. So first and foremost, congratulations to this man on getting out of prison. Um, yeah. That's huge because um, that doesn't happen regularly at all. No. Secondly, shout out to the fact that he was able to produce a podcast in prison. That's huge. Yeah. That's um, really huge. That was like one of the first podcasts I ever listened to. Like between oh, really? Ear Hustle and, um, and Combat Jack, I feel like are the first two I listened to. And oh, wow. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm not like big in in ear hustle, but I I just thought it was a crazy story how like these guys are like in prison, like literally, telling, in, like literally in prison, like <laughs> yeah, like and producing and telling their own stories and like um it's it's just a really well produced like docu style kind of podcast. So mm-hmm. um, so like I thought it was really cool. So like when like you sent this article over, I, I thought this was incredible, man, because mm-hmm. I hadn't heard much from from this story since so this is crazy yeah when i came across it i was like yeah i gotta share this like because i mean i'm all for like people getting out of jail that like there's so many people in prison that don't need to be there like it's 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 actually an issue but we could talk about that for days and days and days um let's go ahead and move on to our next topic i thought that this was super dope um and i've never heard about anything like it before uh so i'm getting this from black enterprise and i have here that vegan based hair extension line rebundle raises 1.4 million dollars so on monday rebundle a st louis plant-based hair extension company reportedly landed a 1.4 million dollars in early stage funding through m25 a venture firm focused on investing in the midwest said ceo and co-founder sierra armani May to TechCrunch. May, along with Danielle Washington, now co-founder and chief marketing officer, raised six figures worth of grants and other non-dilutive financings, she said, to the outlet before the firm's initial investment. Rebundle is the first hair brand to uh, to manufacture and sell non-toxic and biodegradable hair extensions, according to its site. May wanted her company to address health and environmental discrepancies in the hair extension uh, hair extensions industry and create sustainable beauty products that remove synthetic hair waste. Um, I don't know anything about how much waste synthetic hair creates, to be perfectly honest. I've seen, yeah. good, I've seen good hair, 
directed by Chris Rock, but like, um, I didn't know it was like a pollution. I didn't know it was a pollution issue. But this all sounds crazy, like crazy dope, like vegan, biodegradable hair extensions, like the things that our people are able to come up with is incredible, man. Like, you got to give it up, right? It is like, uh, I mean, I, I don't, I wouldn't call myself an authority on on either of these things. Like, I didn't think about like synthetic hair waste being a thing at all. But I do know, like, um, like a lot of black women like suffer from like synthetic hair, like and having like allergic reactions in their scalp, putting mm-hmm. it in. So, so like a vegan option of that is like that's kind of crazy to me. Like, I, I, like like how, do even, like how do you even do that like yeah <laughs> um so. yeah this is dope yeah shout out to her and shout out to her for raising that, that bread <laughs> a mill yo facts raising a mill one and a half or 1.4 mm-hmm. and shameless plug i'm i'm invested into fan base which is a is a black owned social media app they just did a um they're doing a round of of fundraising right now they've raised about a million dollars in like three days it's kind of crazy yeah like kind of crazy i I believe it was i believe it was three days maybe yeah but um yeah so if you want to invest in a black owned uh social media app go ahead and invest in fan base because i'm invested so i'm ready to i'm ready to see that thing hit a billion dollars and you feel me cash out but uh that's just me (laughs) Um, but yeah, I guess we could go ahead and move on to the next article. I'm reading everything here. Do you want to grab this last one? Yeah, I got you. Um, so, uh, FAMU renames their performance arts amphitheater in honor of Will Packer. Um, so, um, fame film producer Will Packer is giving flowers while he can still smell them. As part of Florida A&M's uh, university's homecoming festivities, the school honored Packer, an esteemed alumnus, by renaming the performance arts amphitheater after him. Um, you may know him to produce Ride Along, Girls Trip, Think Like a Man Too, and he also served as an executive producer on Straight Out of Compton. So, um, this is from Blavity. Yeah. Will Packer is that dude. Um, yeah, straight up. And and one of the things that I really admire about him is the fact that he was able to keep such a low profile for for such a long time. Like I didn't I feel like I didn't hear about Will Packer as like a huge name until like think like a man, too, because I'm like, yeah, oh, I was like, gonna say, oh. maybe like, like yeah. three, four years ago. Yeah. Like and and for black executives to be um, so prominent and like um, and like and. We're, we're in numbers right now. I would I would like to say that. Um, um, we're definitely we're in coming in droves into the industry, and um, it's something that's really dope to see. And it's wonderful to see an HBCU honor a black executive in this way because yeah. we need to honor our legends, man. Like we're losing so many people. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah, right. yeah, and it's it's dope because like you know we we only think about black people as as the talent, you know. So like. Mm-hmm. Like thinking about black executives and, and honoring them and honoring them as well, because I feel like we we only give our flowers. Like if we give our flowers to them in time, it's the talent, it's the the entertainers themselves, not the people behind the scenes. So, so this is right. dope. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, word. All right, so let's go ahead and get into word of mouth. Um, 
So I want to start with some pretty dark news. Uh, Regina King lost her son, uh, her 26-year-old son. Uh, He passed away. And um, it's just really sad. It's just really sad that we're, like, one, it's, like, like I just said previously, we're losing all of these legends, right? But mm-hmm. the this specific instance with um, him committing suicide is is really is really uh, disheartening, you know, because this is the this is the son of somebody who was extremely prominent and extremely successful black woman in the industry, and you know he um, was still struggling with something that like was was that went overlooked and that yeah. went um you know ultimately untreated and you know it's just something that we have to take a second to stop and reflect on sometimes like um black men's mental health and uh how we are treating ourselves and how we are uh, moving through life and how we are making the best decisions for um our sanity and you know for you know everything to be positive because yeah. like for him to have the life that he had and still made, make that decision is a decision that a lot of people wouldn't understand, you know? And yeah. um, I'm not saying that, like, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to make any type of judgment towards his decision, but um, it's disheartening. It's disheartening because he had a full life ahead of him and um, so many people will miss him, his mother, especially. Yeah. Uh, I've seen um, like through through all the clips and stuff on Twitter, I saw like this compilation of uh, like just Regina in front of the press, just talking about how proud of him she was, how proud of being a mom. And like, like I, I don't think she's still with his father, but like, just like how how much you can visibly see she loved him and for him mm-hmm. to still feel what he felt. Like it's, it's, it's scary to me, you know? Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, we got to do we got to do we, we, what we need to do to keep ourselves safe and sane and um, on the right path, because, you know, all this darkness around us, it gets it gets uh, overwhelming sometimes and yeah. um, got to find some type of positivity and through it. Yeah. Uh, it's, and it's not too bad too taboo for us to go see somebody like you know like right especially yeah. black man like we really gotta go see a professional yeah so um i'm gonna go ahead and shift to a bit of a lighter topic uh i wasn't really planning on going into a deep dive about this um on my podcast but since i'm deciding to have more guests i kind of want to open the floor to more uh, I kind of want to be more open-minded. So I'm like, whatever, I'll speak on things okay. that I wouldn't necessarily talk about. So, um, you know, there's this whole uh, thing about, you know, black men in podcasts and stuff like that on social media. And like, honestly, I didn't really, I didn't really think too much of it because, you know, when I see it, I already know that it's reference. It's like in reference to people who, use their platforms to speak on women and like dating and sex and shit like that. But like, it gets to a point where people talk about it. Uh, 
that bothers me because it's like, yo, like, are you not looking for anything else besides that? Like, are you letting the negativity consume you to the point where you're generalizing everything that's out there? Like, um, it bothers me sometimes, you know, because it's like people, people gravitate towards negative things to spew negativity. Like, it's like the thing that the, per- the person who is putting out the negativity is, is they're like achieving their goal essentially yeah. um so i don't know i mean yeah, but but <laughs> i feel like it's i feel like it's i feel like it's getting slightly out of hand it, it is man yo like we whether we like it or not we made these clowns famous man like <laughs> literally we really did in, like, in, a, in a short amount of time at that like like they've been doing their podcast for a while and they were already successful and now they're seeing like like i'm sure their numbers are crazy they're doing crazy numbers oh, right dude, they've got to be nuts right now uh especially after going on uh academics joint that and, and it's like <laughs> yo like take it over the top and 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 people it's, it's so funny because the Britney the Britney Renner clip dropped and they're like, oh, Britney Renner came on their show and showed them and da 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 da. But it's like, yo, they got Britney Renner on their show to talk shit about them. Like, you don't think that that was like completely orchestrated for the numbers? Like, like you got to think yeah. about it sometimes. It's like, bro, like I wouldn't have known that existed if that clip didn't hit Twitter. I wouldn't have like that yeah. like it's literally like <laughs> I, I literally wouldn't have known that Britney like they invited her because why because I'm not checking for either of those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it, it, it. And so, like you said, we we uh, it, it's our fault essentially. It is. <laughs> and by us, I mean Black Twitter. So, yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, yo, like guys like this though, man. Like, like I, I did a little bit of like, a little bit of like research. Like the the one dude fresh or fit. I don't know what who's who. Uh, the the I would say light skin, but he's not even black, man. Yeah, he's, he's not. like Middle Eastern or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So like running around like, and and the other dude being a black man, like you really gonna let your not black friend run around talking about? Oh, I don't, I don't really fuck with black people like that. that come on, fam. I don't like, even know over how... and over. Yeah, it was it was like that that one clip was actually crazy because it was like it was so unnecessary to like keep going back on it like to keep harping on it like oh those night riders and the, 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 like bro like dude like y'all said y'all don't like them so why are y'all going crazy right now like it's just move on like people don't know how to people don't know how to dislike something and just move on from it they have to like it's like people have to like people villainize everything like people be watching you know what's wrong people be watching too many superhero movies <laughs> <laughs> Like, like we used to, we used crazy to crazy sense of vengeance and shit. Yeah, like I used to, I used to be a, I used to be a nerd in fucking high school and shit. And now everybody watches these movies and they make that shit. They got main character syndrome, and their life is an MCU movie. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what? That's a good way of putting it. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's straight up narcissism. It really it, is dramatic as hell. Like I just like yeah, like literally the narcissism and of like of the past few years, especially during the pandemic has been like unfathomable. I just look at people sometimes. I'm like, I can't believe this is life. This is real. Yeah. And like, man, like these guys specifically, man, like 
And like, I'm, I'm not generally a big fan of like podcasts where they just talking about Twitter topics all day. You know what I mean? Right. But, but, uh, like these guys specifically, like, yo, like, and, and there's no other way around saying it. You could tell these guys just don't like women at all. Like, right. Like I'm not calling anybody gay or, and that's not a derogatory term, but mm-hmm. these guys don't actually like women. There's, there's no way that like these guys were they like raised sex. by women. Yeah, they, like they like sex. They like sex with women, but they don't actually like women. Like, yeah. it, like it's it's crazy because when I started, when I first realized that like like dudes like don't be liking women, like it was actually a crazy realization because I was like, yo, if you take everything that women that makes a woman cool, and you take that away, like or or you, or you take everything that, that Oh, like that's cool about a woman you will literally find something on the internet that a woman that a man is complaining about it like every single yeah. thing like like a guy will complain about the way a woman dresses about her makeup about the way she cooks about the way she talks mm-hmm. for me like her hair like the way she walks like it's like bro like yeah, like i know we have personal preferences but it's like yo like People spend so much time talking about the things that they don't like. And it's and that is so annoying to me. Yeah, like I have like I have the word females muted on Twitter. <laughs> and then I have the word uh the words as a man. <laughs> like those <laughs> tweets. I just have to I, I just can't with those. That's man. actually hilarious. <laughs> it's it's, actually it's hilarious. just that. He said as a man. Like, um, sometimes we're gonna be on that shit too bad like <laughs> yeah 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 but we ain't yeah we're, <laughs> we're, we're not gonna do this though we're yeah, yeah right. not, the, not the time nor the place <laughs> um let's go ahead and get into some new music though um i didn't really listen to anything new that dropped but um nba young boy has the deluxe version of his album uh colors that dropped uh yuli j has circumvent um Kyle Banks has Uncommon. Uh JD Youngin has his Scarred EP. Uh Burner dropped the deluxe version of oh no, that's not new, but Burner dropped the deluxe version of his uh Gotti album. In terms of singles, we got pop music by Two Chains, Money Bag Yo, and Beat King. We got Rent Money, which is Mary J. Blige and the the East. So cool, big crit which is a nice little jam. Uh, the Baby and NBA Youngboy have Hit. Shanisa and Megan Thee Stallion have Lick. Shout out to the visuals on that, that video. Was, yeah. It's nutty. <laughs> 10 out of 10 would highly recommend watching. Word. Um, Sabrina Claudio has put on repeat. That song is dope. Um, I yeah. I don't, yo, Sabrina Claudio shifted her way through them uh that racist that racist era oh, through the uh yeah, she, through the pasty white girl and sweaty tranga thing yeah she she euro stepped right through that <laughs> um it's all good though i mean people happens happens it does uh, i think she was like 15 or something like like that right um internet money and nba young boy have flossing black boy jb has home alone denzel curry has walking and that is all i will speak on because i don't know any of these other guys let me check another app i'm gonna run through spotify really quickly 
Yeah, I haven't really been listening to anything new lately. Me either, um, man. It's like it's and, and but the thing is the the thing about it also is that these apps aren't set up for you to listen to new music. They listen no. they're, they're set up for you to listen to um to like new album, like new playlists or check out a new album. But mm-hmm. in terms of new music, like a stream, like no, 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 no. They're showing you the biggest artists. Yeah. Um, like- that is the conundrum. So Spotify is pretty much showing me the same thing. I have here that T- Young T, Bugsy, and Blast have a song called Nice. Um, yep. And that's pretty much it. That's all I got on music. Anything, any last words? Um, on a music tip, uh, Jasmine Sullivan announced um, a deluxe version of Hotels uh, coming out February 11th. Ah, she did. Motel. And uh, uh, a new joke college is coming out Thursday, so or the 28th Friday. So you said say that one more time. Uh New Joe College is coming out. Oh yes. Thank you for repeating that. We got New Joe College, John Blaze, artwork done by the homie Niles. Um, I'm really excited to hit his project. Joe College is a very good rapper. Yes, and, and he's from New Jersey. Um, we I all love high school with him. Shout out to Joe College. We <laughs> we are both Joe College fans, and um, we are very proud. So, uh, John Blaze, January twenty eighth, we here. Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of music, I mean, in terms of TV and movies and trailers, um. Euphoria dropped. I didn't get to see it this week. I missed you know, it this week too. Yeah, I'm gonna catch up on it after we record. So sure. sorry, <laughs> I can't give you guys. I, I sorry, I can't give you guys any input on the latest episode. But what I will say is that the show is very wild. Um, and you know it's funny because I think about like why, like I think about when this show was first announced and Drake was like, Oh, I got this show coming out. Yada, yada, yada. And then like it came out and I completely forgot that Drake was related to it. And then yeah. I was watching it. And then I was watching the first couple of episodes this season. And I was like, Oh yeah, Drake did, did do this show. Then I was like, Oh shit. He like, he did this because of Degrassi. Duh. Yeah. He comes <laughs> from it. Like, like he, he literally from, yeah. like, this is, this is his brand. Like, um, and I, I don't know. I just wanted to re- I wanted to reflect on that really quickly. Um, Abbott Elementary is also on air oh, currently. Excellent. That's uh, on ABC and well Hulu. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that shows that shows right. They do not. Um, Abbott Elementary is just great, man. I speak about it every episode because I need to and I want to. But. Um, it's such a good show. The cast is so well-rounded and um, it's hilarious. Not only is like the, not only is the casting good, the writing is good and is realistic and like it's uh, ours. It's ours. Yeah. Like, and like, like, you know, it, like, it. like we like, like you can feel that it's ours and like the, instant embrace from everybody is what i love like yeah i love that it was able to happen because you know a lot of the times in the past when uh black creators got these opportunities they would get like a pilot like maybe a pilot 
maybe a pilot mm-hmm. for me, like, and that might get picked up or they, or it'll get picked up and they'll do a season or maybe it does a few seasons, but the show gets canceled abruptly and we never revisit it ever again. My girlfriend's like, <laughs> Word. um, yeah. So I'm happy. Um, Shout out to all the black educators out there, man. That that show is bad accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, my lady is an educator, so she, I often hear the things that she complains about, and mm-hmm. it just seems like it was on the money. Like yeah. it's crazy. Very, very accurate. Very accurate, I must say. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to think of some other things that are coming out soon. Uh, we got Moon Knight coming out in March. We got the Batman coming out in March. Yeah, multiverse. Three hours too. <sighs> Yeah, I'm dreading it, honestly. Uh, Can't sit through movies the way I used to. I mean, like, I'm not going to fall asleep or anything. It's just that I'm going to be like, man, I wish I could get up and, like, move around a little bit. Uh, Not sit in this bum-ass plastic chair. (laughs) Um, Well, yeah, I don't think there's really anything dropping TV. I think there's a boys boys show coming out next month on Amazon Prime. It's uh, an anthology series. Uh, an animated anthology series. I saw Seth Rogen talking about that um, on Hot Ones. Um, uh, Peel has uh, another movie coming out called Nope that I'm interested. Oh, I'm yes, he does. He does that. When does that come out? Um, I want to say in the oh July twenty second. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, really good cast thus far. Um, one mm-hmm. of the girls from um, the girl that plays Cat in Euphoria is in it. Um, Barbie Ferrera, I believe is how it's pronounced. Kiki oh. Palmer, um, Daniel Kaluuya, um, Stephen Young, uh, the dude from um, Walking Dead, right, and Invincible. Yeah. Oh man, that, when's that coming back? I'm excited about that. That was a good show. Um, he said he didn't know the last time somebody asked him. Which is odd, but I mean, it's got to come back because it was super popular. Yeah, um, it's like one of the. It has to be. It has to be one of the most an, uh, popular animated shows of last year, no doubt. Like, yeah, and the artwork they they really made everybody look like their voice actor, low key, which right. is kind of dope. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's pretty much all I got for today. Do you have anything else to add at the end of the show, my brother? Um, if you guys care to follow me, I am at Ramsey Say What um, everywhere. Um, and always listen to A-Side, B-Side podcast. If you're into music discovery, I will play the stuff you can't find on Spotify. Excellent. And the stuff from Jersey. We love to hear it. Um, all right. So, as always, send topics, questions, music, and movie suggestions. Follow the podcast on Twitter at VS Mike History and on Instagram and the fan base app at Versus Mike History. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike History and on Instagram at Last Name History. Uh, this week's sound selection comes from Mary J. Blige featuring Dave East, and it is called Rent Money. Uh, I will see you later, beautiful black people. Until the next episode, peace out. Peace.